0: It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Laurie Pankowski. Laurie is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Laurie. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are those markets doing today?
1: Markets are in the green again this morning, continuing the really strong November rally that we've seen. Um, The move is really coming after encouraging signs continue to emerge that interest rates have peaked. Um, As inflation continues to cool and yesterday's US inflation report showed price pressures continuing to ease in October. This is what's really fueling this rally along with earnings and you and I talked about it when the market was correcting in September and October that you know things can change very quickly. And, you know, you think about those investors who actually, you know, sold out and panicked during September, October, you know, the question is, did they get back in in time for this rally? The markets are back up 10% off their lows and have basically regained almost all of the losses from that correction.
0: Okay, and so you talked a little bit there, but uh, maybe a little more about what is driving this, because I understand like U.S. inflation numbers were pretty good yesterday.
1: They were, they were. And so inflation slowed more than expected last month to an annual rate of 3.2% from 3.7%. So that was a really big move. Um, You know, and they were expecting much higher. And so this is where missing expectations can, can be good. And you think about that progress from the peak for inflation, um, which was over 9% at one point. So, again, when we're seeing inflation numbers coming down, this signals to the market that the Fed is done raising rates and could even reduce rates as early as next year, and that's what's being priced into markets. So so the Bank of Canada has also cited the idea that they're going to reduce rates uh, next year as well. So, so all of that is positive. And when you think about inflation, inflation and uh, higher interest rates, it kind of seemed like yesterday's problem now. And so that's why you're seeing markets move higher. And please excuse my voice as I have a cold, clearly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You and everybody else, Lori, you and everybody else. Yes, exactly. Uh, What about retail spending? I mean, we're a week away from, you know, Black Friday. Is there concern about holiday spending for this year?
1: well again we're you know we're coming into the fourth quarter here, and it is usually strongest for retail uh however, you know we're seeing some softness there, but nothing to be concerned about so going forward, you know this is this is all the making of a soft landing you've got low unemployment, you still have strong consumer spending um and you've got uh inflation lower, and very close to that two percent target. And next year, we're going to see rates likely lower. So all of that combined tells us that, you know, they may sidestep any serious uh, economic impact uh, and we could see a soft landing. And that's the news the market has been waiting for. And so this rally we're seeing today is very different than the rallies we've seen over the last year, let's say, where they kind of moved higher uh, and then fizzled out. This rally is now including um many sectors in the index so we're seeing breadth increasing before it was kind of technology stocks were running as you and I have talked about uh, the, magnificent, the Magnificent Seven, as they call them, um, you know, Google and Amazon and Apple and so on, that was what was moving the market. But this time, the Equal Weight Index, which equally weights all companies of the S&P 500, that is moving higher, and it's moving higher than just the S&P 500. So that tells us this is the beginning of something bigger. And that's why you see this rally continuing.
0: Okay, so that's good news. Good news at this time of year, too. Because I think also, Laurie, a lot of us feel pressure at this time of year to make sure that we do some charitable giving, don't we?
1: Well, exactly. You know, I I think it's really important, as you know, and, and thanks again for talking to Ronald McDonald House last week, uh, Richard Pass there. And so, you know, I think it's important to bring um, charitable organizations up to the forefront and really, you know, choose, you know, where you want to spend your time and your money and think about charitable donations. Because not is it only good for the charity and for the people that they're helping, but it's also uh, advantageous for you in terms of taxes. And I find that this is the time of year, November, December, we're having a lot of conversations with clients uh, regarding, you know, um, uh, charitable donations, how much they should be giving, what is the right amount, um, because some people are actually talking to their accountants um, and figuring out what that amount should be. Others are just, you know, regular givers. They give on a monthly basis. So there's all sorts of forms of giving, but at the end of the day, it will benefit you tax-wise as well.
0: Okay, so how do you choose a worthy cause to support?
1: Yeah, you know, I think that it should be something close to your heart. I mean, I I feel that there's uh, so many different organizations. You want to make sure that uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the money that they're raising, how much is being spent on the cause, and, and that you feel close to the cause, just like I do with Ronald McDonald House. You know, and I think that um, when you're taking a look at which organization, you know, also think about volunteering your time. Because a lot of these um, organizations, it's not just about money, although donations are very, very important to keep the doors open. It's also about spending time and getting involved. And so that is also important to me.
0: Okay, so people do a lot of homework for this kind of thing, don't they, Lori? Because they, they want this to be meaningful at this time of year.
1: Yeah, they definitely want it to be meaningful and, like I said, um, be something that, you know, they, they're focused on, them and their family, even getting involved, getting their kids involved, I think is is important. And so when you're looking for a registered charity, I think that, you know, you want to do your homework. And then just to talk a little bit about the tax uh, deduction as well, just because I think that is of interest to some people. Um, you know, there's two charitable tax uh, credit rates for both federal government and the provinces. Um you know, and if you live in b c and donate a thousand dollars to registered charity let's say the federal the federal charitable tax credit is fifteen percent on the first two hundred and twenty nine percent on the remaining eight hundred. The provincial charitable tax credit is five uh, percent on the first two hundred and kind of seventeen percent on the remaining eight hundred. So basically, the combined charitable tax credit that you're going to get is four hundred, just over 400 dollars on your thousand dollar contribution. So remember, this is a tax credit. You have to have taxes payable in order for this to make sense for you. So you're going to be able to deduct four hundred dollars off of the amount you owe. So this is very different. Uh, than an RSP contribution, for example, which reduces your taxable income. So this, again, reduces the tax you're gonna pay uh, for the calendar year. So, you know, donating cash versus donating stock, one last thing I'll say to me, donating stock is by far better because you're not gonna pay a capital gain when you donate that stock. So if you have a legacy stock in your portfolio that you've inherited from your parents or grandparents or whoever, um, you know, it makes sense to donate that or if there's a stock you're way up on this year, any of those technology stocks I mentioned, I mean, a lot of them are up 30%, 40 50% plus. And, um, you know, donating that to charity will help you because you're not going to be paying tax on that and you're helping a worthy cause. So think about that when you're making donations. I almost always advise clients, don't donate cash, donate stock where possible.
0: Okay, so then what happens when you donate that stock? Does the stock get cashed and then they get, they get the cash value?
1: They will. Uh, On our side, we basically fill out a form and we're sending over stock to the charitable organization for the client. So we take care of all of that for our clients. And again, um, you know, if you have a financial advisor, they should know how to do that for you. And often we're figuring out which stock they should donate. So clients often are just telling us this is the amount that they're thinking of. You know, we'll get them to sign the form. We send it to the charitable organization we also use um a company called Charitable Impact, which again is kind of you're setting up almost your own foundation. If you don't know who you want to give to yet but know that you're selling your business, for example, uh, you know, and you're going to need this tax deduction. Uh, that you can make a large uh, charitable donation to charitable impact and decide later who you're actually going to give it to if you're not sure. So that's again something that we advise clients on because it's you know managing the money, what we do day in day out, good markets, bad markets, but it's the financial planning, the estate planning, the charitable donations, all of that other kind of stuff. Really is what clients are looking for advice on, Simi.
0: Yeah, because I'm thinking a lot of this of what you're saying right now, Lori. A lot of people probably didn't even know you could do this.
1: A lot of people don't, and so again, that's why that's why I'm on there telling everybody <laughs> you can, and and you know advising people on all sorts of things it's financial. Um, you know, the, again, the markets are are interesting day in day out every week we're talking. But again, there's things like this, the charitable donations that mean so much, and uh, that advice is um, you know uh, very beneficial for investors and clients because they can uh, reduce their taxes payable.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for telling us about it. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great week. You too, and feel better. That's Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now you can contact her team if you've got questions and you know would like to get some answers from Lori. Uh, go ahead, 604-695-L-O-R-I, or you can visit their website at Pinkowski.ca.